Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Be sure to give us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out a lot. What is up, my friends? I hope that you are all in fine fettle this evening. The good news is we're only a few days away now from the Reds being back in action. Yes, it is that disgusting half past 12 kickoff, but we've done it. We've gotten through the international break. We've survived and we've come out the other side. The bad news, there's another one in October and there's another one in November. And I didn't even know about the November one till earlier on, but there you go. I really do despise these international breaks. So why don't they just let the season start a month later and get all these stupid international games out of the way? We've got like three blocks now of two weeks in the first three months of the season where we have to lose the players again. It doesn't make any sense. Just give them a month, lash all the qualifiers in that month, get it played and over with and let the clubs get back to... Get back to looking after their players and us watching real, you know, club football. It bugs me. Three of them, the greedy gits. I don't know why they can't just put, a, as I said, a month to get these international breaks out of the way. Start the league in September, mid-September, and we're all happy. It's madness. Uh, and it's only got to add to more injuries and stuff like that as well. And you're probably wondering about the title of tonight's stream, right? So... I can't say Darwin is injured, and I can't say he's not injured. What I can say is, according to Marcello Bielsa, he's got muscle issues. Now, I guess where I was going with the title of tonight's stream and uh, was kind of, is this going to be an ongoing problem that we have with Darwin? Because he does seem to pick up a few of them, and we need somebody who's going to be consistently available. So I hope that this isn't a, a pattern we're going to see with Darwin where he starts picking up these muscle knocks. Um, and interestingly enough, Marcelo Bielsa said that he arrived with a muscle injury. So um, let's wait and see. I don't think we're going to see him start at the weekend against Wolves personally. I think Jurgen Klopp will take into account the travelling that a lot of these guys have done. Alisson, as an example, had to travel all the way over to sit on the bench for two games because for some reason, the Brazilian national team interim coach thinks Ederson's a better choice in goal than Alisson, who is the best goalkeeper in the world. So... 
yeah, I really don't like these international breaks for a number of reasons. But we are back, we are live, and we are looking forward to the weekend. So, it is really annoying. It is. It's crazy, right? Like, how can you justify having three international breaks in the first three months of the season? It's crazy. I'm loving the Sugawaru and Kubu links, said Luke O'Neill. I don't think the Kubu links have anything to it, personally, mate. Um, we're going to talk about Thiago a little bit tonight as well, because I don't know if you guys are aware that the Turkish transfer window is open until Friday, and Trabzonspor are interested in Thiago Alcantara. We're going to give you guys the confirmed Liverpool Premier League squad that they've put in, uh, a few other bits and pieces as well. But anything you want to discuss, it's your channel, it's your show. Let me know in the comment section. And don't forget to subscribe to our brand new channel, Top of the League. First game coming up is going to be Manchester United's trip to Munich to take on Bayern. If you haven't subscribed, please do so. We're going to have lots of fun content coming up on there as well throughout the season. JC, uh, he's wishing somebody a happy birthday. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate your support as always. Mike, if you're watching, I know it's your birthday as well, dude. So happy birthday to you. He was showing me the, uh, the Eagles NFL shirt that he got. So... Well played, whoever got Mike that present. So happy birthday to you, Mike. And who was it? Firmino Fan09, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, my friend. It's mad, isn't it? Loads of people are born in September. It's crazy. Um, it's weird, though, because... Do you think it was the boredom... <laughs> this is a bit of a tangent. Do you think it was the boredom for our parents, you know, after Christmas, in the lull, weather's a bit gloomy, they just thought, you know what, let's go at it like rabbits and then we'll have babies in September. That's all I can think of. Maybe it was the Christmas time, things were getting a bit frisky and, yeah, nobody wants to think about their parents doing it, though, do they, Craig? So maybe move on from this subject. Any news about Andre? Yes, actually, I do have some news about Andre. And I didn't think I was going to, but just before I went live, Connor, being the superstar that he is, sent me over some information on Andre. And uh, apparently Fabrizio Romano has said that it's not over between Liverpool and Andre. He said, it's still something we have to keep an eye on because Liverpool really like Andre. They had positive conversations with Fluminense and they have a good relationship. So I gave you guys a theory the other day and last week and it is just a theory I've got no info on this but I did say to you I wouldn't be surprised if we lose Thiago in January and we bring in Andre as his replacement now I didn't realize that the Turkish window was still open until I read an article earlier on today linking Thiago with Trabzonspor so I want to get your thoughts on that one first and foremost do you think Liverpool should allow Thiago Alcantara to go to Trabzonspor if it's a move that he fancies because I think we'll all agree his minutes this season are probably going to be fairly limited at Liverpool. Uh, Gary's toe said, happy birthday, Craig. Thank you, dude. It was, uh, yeah, it was my birthday on Monday. I had a great day. Oh, I've got happy news. I've got happy news. Thanks to you. And again, I want to make sure you know it's thanks to you and your amazing support. You have started the change of our family's life. For the first time in 19 years, we've been able to, to get a new car. And I cried. I, cried. I actually shed tears when we picked it up. We got it yesterday. Um, and it's the first time as a married couple we've had a new car. And yeah, thank you. Thank you for your continued support. Thank you for uh, believing in me. And I'm not going to let you down as I keep saying. So yeah, thank you for that. Delighted with it, honestly. Oh, do you know, I don't know what... You guys have the... MOT in England, right? We have the NCT, the National Car Test over here in Ireland. And 
when you have a new car, you don't need to worry about an NCT because there's four years before it has to be done and you'll probably change it by then. So just the idea of not having to go through that shitty test every few months or every couple of years, excuse me, is nice. Better be a Lambo. It's a long, 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 long way from a Lambo do, but it's more than enough for me. So I'm over the moon. Um, but yeah, I wish it was a Lambo. God, imagine. I couldn't even put the petrol in a Lambo, mate. Uh, Mark, gifted an Anfield Agenda membership. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate you. So yeah, sitting outside in the driveway right there now. And um, I'm feeling very proud. But I'm proud of you guys. Because without your support, we wouldn't be anywhere near where we are. So thank you for that one. What car? It's a Renault Arcana. It's the E-Tech fully hybrid version. But it's completely blacked out. Blacked out wheels, blacked out Renault signs, blacked out everything. It's very stealthy. It's very, very nice. Um, but yeah, again, just wanted to share a bit of good news. Because, yeah, 19 years. 19 years. Nice. Right, we move. Anyway. Lad at dealership who knows you pulled a blinder said... Um, I don't know what you mean by that. Lad of dealership who knows me. No, no. Oh, I think I know what you were going. No, no, this is completely. We've been getting our car. We've always had Renaults, actually. In my last three cars have been Renaults. And the local dealership here is where we do get it serviced and stuff. And they're absolutely sound. And uh, yeah, your man did look after us as best as he could. And yeah, thank you for that. Right, Mercedes. No, no Mercedes. Just a Renault. Renault's good enough. Uh, Craig, should Gakpo start giving his form from international break and Darwin's injury concerns? Yes. I think yes. So, even if Darwin didn't have the muscle concern, and who asked the question, I do like to speak about who I'm... Um... Yeah, it's Finn. Yes, Finn. So, I think because of the travelling more than anything else, and the fact that Darwin would only be getting in... Well, he played Wednesday into Thursday. He's probably getting back Thursday. And then you've got to take into account the the time difference. And you've got to take into account the jet lag. Because there's not much time in the turnaround between when the lads will get back from the South American qualifiers and um, get their body clocks reset. So I think, yes, we'll see Cody Gakpo play through the middle against Wolves. And also, can I just say once again to BT, can you please stop being assholes? Because Liverpool, once again, have to come back off the international break to play Wolves at half past 12. And guess what? After the October international break, Liverpool have to come back and play at half past 12 against Everton in the Merseyside Derby. Why do we always get these crappy half past 12 kickoff times after the international break? It's really annoying because we're at a disadvantage. Because once again, our players have less recovery time than others. And it's okay if you get one. But we've got them back to back now. Two international breaks. It's not right. I don't like it. And that's before we even get into the conversation about who's on VAR for the weekend. Because, you know, colour me shocked, it's Paul Tierney who's on VAR. Yes, the same Paul Tierney who refused to overturn McAllister's blatantly not a red card. And the same Paul Tierney that has shafted us many times. So going into the game against Wolves at the weekend, I'm already expecting us to have to get over one dodgy call that I assume is coming our way. Um, Dewey said, it's so bloody refreshing to see a content creator being so real, humble and full of gratitude. We love you, Craig. May I know what side my bread's buttered on. And I'm a, I was a no-hoper in life. Nobody. And also ran. And you guys, for whatever reason, put your arms around me, gave me a big virtual hug, gave me some belief. And kept watching 
and never judge me. And I'll never be able to repay that Dewey. So you'll never have to worry about me becoming an egotistical arsehole because I won't allow myself to get that way because it's not me. And I really am appreciative of all the support. Um, Matthew Burgess said, Hey Craig, fan from Maine, USA. Much love. Right, I'm thinking of Maine lobster. Right? Am I right? Maine's lobster country. I remember working... No, I remember being on our honeymoon. We were on a cruise. And we met a guy from Maine. A big fucker like this dude about 6'6 six, six, and built like built. And he was a lobster pot fisherman from Maine, I believe. And I remember looking at him going, yeah, this dude definitely. Big Popeye arms on him like. This dude definitely goes lobster pot fishing and uh, grabs them yolks around. So that's all I think of when I think of Maine. But thank you, Matthew. Appreciate you. Doug out. How are we, Douglas? Hope yourself and the wife and... Is the baby arrived yet, Douglas? I'm not sure. Has the baby come yet? If not... Best of luck. If so, congratulations. I can't remember, dude. I'm sorry. He said, hello, Craig. Happy birthday for Monday. Oh, there you go. Baby horn two weeks until he's here. I hadn't even read your super chat, but you'd already answered my question. That's brilliant. And we're all looking forward to it, mate. I know yourself and Rebecca have... Um, I know I know this child's going to be showered in love, dude. I know just by you that this child's going to be doted on. So much love to yourself and Rebecca. Uh, also, passed her driving test, eight months pregnant. Lady, lady boss, we love that. Eight months pregnant. That's 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 a boss move. Well played, Rebecca. Looking forward to the Wolves game, and you'll never walk alone. Thank you, Douglas. Appreciate that. Uh, is Nunez injured? Is the question from Owen. So look, I'm going to read out to you, Owen, exactly what Marcelo Bielsa, the Uruguay coach, has had to say. He said Darwin arrived with some muscular difficulties, and that limited him in his actions. I thought it was necessary to replace him because he was overworked trying to press an attack in the last game. So, this is worrying for me. Because one, if he had any muscle concerns, he shouldn't have travelled. He shouldn't have even been in that international qualifiers. And the fact that he had enough concerns to drag him off in the 46th minute. I think he came off a half time in Uruguay's second qualifier. Um, is worrying. Because we've seen Darwin pick up these little muscle knocks. And I hope it's not something that is going to be an ongoing problem. Because the type of player that Darwin is, and I could be wrong on this. And feel free to correct me if I am. I feel like he's the type of player who's going to score in bursts. And going to have to play when he's confident. And if it stops start like this with some muscle knocks, it worries me. Because... There's nothing more frustrating when you know you've an immensely talented dude on your hands and you just can't get him going for whatever reason. And I really do hope that this isn't something serious. Uh, the new channel drops after the international break, said Mason. It does, indeed, yes. Uh, first game we're going to be doing is Bayern Manchester United. Uh, 1999, I guess, revisited for you United fans. And yeah, we hope you come along and join us for that one. Myself, Ben and Connor are looking forward to the new channel dropping. Studio is all designed and finished. Lots of cool graphics and stuff as well. So um, yeah, onwards and upwards. Dave said, happy belated birthday. Much love, Dave. Absolute legend. Appreciate you. Um, do you know what's weird though, Dave? I don't know if you believe in star signs and all that stuff. But Virgos, which I am, are supposed to be shy, timid people. Hmm. I know a fair few Virgos, and not many of them are shy and timid. Most of us are lunatics. So, um, yeah. So, can I give you a beef? A beef? Can I give you a beef? You know, would you like a beef? 
I'll give you a brief synopsis real quick, if I may, um, on why I got emotional about that car. So, really quickly, after my father died, my mother got me thrown out of the family home with a court barring order, made me pretty much homeless. I also had a breakdown where I ended up in a mental health hospital. I lost my business. My family ended up, myself, my wife, young, newly married couple, ended up in about a hundred grand's worth of debt. And it took us 15 years to get through all of that and get it back. And this is the first time since that, that we've been able to have a new car, a credit card or a loan or any access to things that people take for granted. So it's been a long journey to get to that. And it's way more than just a new car in the driveway for us. It's a chance at life. And um, and we wouldn't have that without you guys. Because if the what Anfield Agenda wasn't a business now, this simply wouldn't be happening. So um, it's been a long road from being in a locked up mental health hospital to being here now. And I'm so fucking proud of all of us. uh hope you're doing great love the content thank you alpha kenny buddy appreciate you right so here's a story that i don't know what to make of this right so the story comes from fakahe so you know we know they have an embassy on our our little island they say liverpool are reportedly eyeing a move for sporting defender gonzalo inacio according to fakahe's the 22 year old signing an extension in the summer uh with the portuguese side over after speculation for a move to Anfield. So if indeed we are still interested in Inacio, and I don't know if we are or aren't, but if we are, why are we so stupid? Because we could have had him for 45 million euro without an argument, without a debate with Sporting Lisbon. That was his price. He stalled and stalled and stalled and didn't sign a new contract. Then at the end of the window, he signed a new deal and his new bio clause is 60 million euro. So if we're interested in him, why on earth did we do that? Why on earth? Like if we thought he wasn't ready, buy him now, keep him on loan at Sporting for the season, then bring him back in. I don't understand this. So if this report is true, and if Liverpool are still interested in Inacio, it's the height of stupidity as far as I'm concerned, because it'll be once again a situation where we could have had somebody for cheaper and end up having to pay more for them a year down the line. Just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, well done, Craig. Just shows how dedicated you are. Um, yeah, I'm a pretty... I am a pretty dedicated person when it comes to the channel. I live and breathe it. I don't let anybody switch off. Even my missus. I'll wake her up when I go up to bed at night. And not for the reasons you usually wake your missus up when you go to bed at night. To just run things past her. And she's like, Bitch, I'm on a school run in the morning. Why are you waking me up? Could be worse, he could be an Evertonian. Yeah, well, there is that. You know, there is that. And they're about to be taken over, right? Is it 777 International Holdings or whatever they're called? The Miami-based consortium look likely to be buying Everton Football Club. I think it has to get approval from the Premier League still. Um, but Farad Mashiri is, um, is believed to be open to selling to these guys. They own Genoa and... I think Sporting Charleroi, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe I am. I think it's a Belgian club, an Italian club, and another club, and I can't remember. But their other owners aren't happy with them. 
the own or excuse me there are other clubs one of the sets of fans already had a protest about them so um they should fit right in Everton. basically is what i'm going where i'm going with this uh how did you feel about the europa league lineup no by chechich we don't need to register by chechich because he's under 21 so we don't need to register him for the europa league uh squad mate so i wouldn't worry about that now, actually, while we're speaking about Premier League squads and squads in general, Liverpool's confirmed 23-24 Premier League squad has been announced. Just keep in mind that if we sign anybody in January, this can be changed in January like any of the squads. So you do one for the first half of the season, then another one for the second half. So here are the players that Liverpool have registered. Now, again, keep in mind the likes of Harvey Elliott, Stefan Bajcecic, or anybody else 21 or under don't need to be put on this list because they don't fall into the category of needing to be on this list. We have registered by my count 22 players from a maximum of 25. 17 of those can be non-homegrown players and obviously if you want to have your full complement of a 25-man squad, eight of those minimum need to be homegrown. So we've got Thiago, Trent, Alisson, uh, Luis, Luis Diaz, Endo, Gakbo, Paul Glatzel, interestingly, is still in Liverpool's Premier League squad. Uh, Joe Gomez, Yaros, Curtis Jones, Quivine Kelleher, Canade, Alexis McAllister, Joe Matip, Darwin Nunes, Andy Robertson, Mo Salah, Adrian San Miguel, Dominic Sobotsly, or excuse me, uh, Diogo Jota, Costa Simicus, and Virgil van Dijk. That's Liverpool's Premier League squad that they have put in to the Premier League. So there's a few of those in there that aren't really going to see the light of day. Glatzel, can't really see him coming and uh, making a breakthrough, even though he has a pretty good goal-scoring record. Uh, but he's been beset with injuries, unfortunately. Um, who else was on that list? Jaros, maybe. Maybe in the long term. But So basically, that's where we're at with our Premier League squad. And I got a, finally got a definition of what is a homegrown player. So the Premier League defines a homegrown player as one who, irrespective of nationality or age, has been registered with any club affiliated to the Premier League, or excuse me, to the Football Association in England or Wales, for a period continuous or not of three entire seasons or 36 months before his 21st birthday. So in this case, uh, or at the end of the season in which he turns 21. So that's the definition of the Premier League's Homegrown player, excuse me. Right, Colin said, sub cutie. Oh, hello, Colin. How are we? Uh, how's Ebu looking for Saturday? I'm so excited for this game. Great to see Dom and Maka play together with Endo with a full 11. I think it'll be close for Ibrahim Akanade. I don't want to say one way or the other, but we'll know more tomorrow when Kloppo has his presser. Sending you hugs from Cork. You're the man, Craig. Thank you. Uh, Devoid dude, much love all the way down to Cork, the fillet of Munster, don't you know? Uh, Jaros over Pinaluga as a third choice keeper. Again, LFC Spectre, that would be down to the age. So we wouldn't need to register Pinaluga because he's under the age of 21. So he would need to be in that. Like Harvey Elliott, Stefan Bajcecic, they weren't on that list either. So they don't need to be on the list. India's in the house. Nimoy, how are we? Welcome in. Great to have you with us. Any news on when Connor Bradley is back? Yes. Um, the last I heard was November, unfortunately. 
And this happens to our club a bit, right? We see these injuries that we're told are slight concern. And then we heard, if my timescale on this is right, he did the German leg of the tour, didn't go over for the um, Singapore leg because he was injured. And we thought that he'd be ready for the start of the season. But unfortunately, it turns out that it was a little bit more serious and he won't be available uh, until November by the looks of it, which is a real disappointment because Connor Bradley was looking very good in preseason. Uh, Callum Spence said, Happy Klopp isn't going to Germany, but wish he could stay forever. Very worried for the future when he does go. I'm a bit of an ostrich on that one, dude. I'm defo burying my head in the sand and not really thinking about Liverpool post-Jurgen Klopp just yet. I do keep thinking to myself, though, this could have been the last season, right? If Kloppo hadn't signed that extension, there's a good chance this was going to be Kloppo's last season. So the fact that we know we've got this season and two more, and also his agent has come out and said that he's not taking the German job. He's contracted to Liverpool. He's very happy here. So, yeah, good good news in that regard because I was a bit worried that um, that maybe they would try and uh, get him one of these co-coaching roles. And that's something that I, I don't think Klopp would do anyway, but I didn't want to happen. Um, so just got confirmation from Mark that 777, the company looking to buy Everton, owns Sevilla, Hertha Berlin and Standard Liège. They're the three clubs. Um, and it must be the Standard Liège fans then that weren't happy with them because I did see a bit of a protest. Uh, on one of the articles I read, there was a picture and obviously I don't speak the lingo so I don't know what the, the banner said. But yes, Grey Klopp isn't going to Germany. Um Probably looking to get Nagelsmann in from what I've read, but look, I don't really care who the German national team coach is as long as it isn't Jürgen over Klopp. I think Klopp loves this team. You can just see it's a liver lad. Yeah, I think... I think he sees what I hope we all see, which is a very, very, very promising, young, hungry team. And um, I'm excited. Liverlad, I'm really, really excited about what we can do this season. And I know I'm getting carried away talking about title races, but title race, because that's where I'm at. I think we're in a title race. Uh, John said, what the fuck? Almost 2K watching and only 324 likes. Smash the like button. Thank you, John. Good looking out. So, officials for the game against Wolves on Saturday. Referee, Michael Oliver. No issues with that. I think Michael Oliver is probably the best of the Premier League referees. Uh, assistants, Stuart Burt, Dan Cook. Fourth official, Tim Robinson. Here's where it gets a little bit um, Pete Tong. VAR, Paul Tierney. And assistant VAR, Mark Scholes. Why do they keep doing this to us? Why does Tierney get our VAR? Why does he get undue influence on Liverpool games when we know that he has issues with us? We know that, look, as Liverpool fans, we can all point to at least five decisions that Paul Tierney has been involved in that we feel have shafted Liverpool. Not least the fact that himself and, you know, uh, Constantine, I love a flying elbow with Andy Robertson, had to Dakis were both in the VAR booth when Alexis McAllister's red card wasn't overturned. It's it it's sometimes you just feel like the PGMOL are digging a hole for themselves. Uh Devin Berry, thank you for the super chat, Devin. 
said not as concerned as others about Klopp leaving with how great Jabby is and how great he has Leverkusen looking. Congrats on the new car deserved. Thank you, mate. Much appreciated. You said new scars. I was thinking new because I do have a few scars. Uh, but yeah, appreciate it, man. And um, <laughs> can I ask you guys a question? So when you know when you change your car, whether it's a brand new car or a used car, a car that's new to you, am I the only sad fuck that looks out his window six or seven times in the night just to look at it and just kind of go, just check it's all right? Because I feel like I've done that a lot already. Um, but I know I'm not the only one. I think I think if we're all honest, you do that as well, don't you? Please, please tell me I'm not the only lunatic doing that. Uh, if Trent is unavailable, who's your back four for Wolves, Craig? Nice one on the new motor. Well deserved. Thank you, David. Um, so, look, I think we'd say if Canada's not available and Trent's not available, we've got a bit of a headache. But is there an argument to be made to put Gomez at right back and put Kwanzaa and Matip as the centre-backs? If that scenario you've spoken about comes to fruition where Trent isn't available and Canada is still injured. I think that's probably what I'd do if I was Jurgen. Um but it'd be nice to get at least one of those two back, whether it be, you know, Ebu or Trent. Actually on Trent, Gary Lineker's been speaking and he reckons that Trent should one hundred percent be moved to midfield to get the best out of his attributes. I think I'm paraphrasing here, but I think um Mr Lineker said something like when he plays at right back, you're cutting off um, some of his attributes because he can only pass you know, to the left-hand side of the pitch, where if he's in the centre, he's got the ability to impact games in a more positive sense. But the problem with that is, for us to put Trent in a central midfield position, in my opinion, we need to change our formation because he's not a natural number six. And I don't think Klopp would want him as far forward as the two tens we have in our system. As in, let's say, Sobitzlai and McAllister or Sobitzlai and Jones. I don't see Trent as one of those type of players because the role of those guys, a lot of pressing is involved. And I don't think of Trent, Trent pressing very well when I think of Trent. So I, I, I just think we'd have to change system to accommodate Trent in midfield. Maybe you guys think differently. I don't know. Constantinos uh, and KSI should fight with elbows. Uh, you could throw in Liam Smith in there as well, Colin, because wasn't Chris Eubank Jr. said the last time, and I'm not accusing Liam Smith of throwing elbows, by the way, but that was the excuse for the last, uh, the first time they fought when Liam Smith won. How good was Bellingham in midweek? He's pretty good, Paul. Pretty good, dude. Um... I felt two feelings when I've seen Bellingham start to this season because he's been pretty electric over Real Madrid as well in a very advanced position. So part of me was like, God damn you FSG, I hate you so much. Because I knew how good he was, even when some people were like, he's overrated, blah, blah, blah. I knew how good Bellingham was. And then when I seen what he did again for England and you hear the whole of Europe again talking about this wonder kid Bellingham and how great he already is and I can't help but think what might have been but then again look the midfield we have built and the way that we've spent the money has been very clever but 
God, he's a fine footballer, isn't he? Like, he's just got to get better and better. What do I think about Kwanzaa? Very impressed, um, Adjurim, so far. You know, it's not unusual that we'd see a player come in and have a dip then. So usually with young players, the pattern is come in if they do well. Um, the managers usually pull them away from the limelight for a little bit to just kind of steady them out, introduce them back in. But maybe needs must with Kwanzaa. And I thought it was a really good sign of faith from Jurgen when he brought him on against Newcastle. Um, and he didn't look at a place at all. So Kwanzaa is a huge talent, but I would rather he was used because we had the right occasion to do it rather than we're being forced to do it. Because in those situations where you're forced to throw in a young player, if it doesn't go right, I feel like the young player can get written off very early by a lot of fans, and that's very unfair. But then again, on the other side, you could have the complete flip of that, like we had with Stefan Bajcetic, where he came in at the end of last season and and was really good and was a big part of why Liverpool were able to go on that run. Um, so yeah, I would rather we do it because the manager thinks it's the right time than we're forced to. Uh, I think Dom can easily be better than Bellingham, said Colin. Better than Bellingham? Hmm. He can be brilliant. I mean, I, I do get where you're coming from. Like, to think Sobitzai is still only 22. Now, I know Bellingham's either 19 or 20, but he does have every attribute to his game. And... You know, much like Bellingham, doesn't shirk the physical stuff. Um, pretty good off both feet. Very technically good. So, I guess if you look at it from that perspective, the money that we spent getting him and McAllister, if you said to me right now, Craig, you could have McAllister and Sobotsloy or Bellingham, you know, I'd probably stick with the boys we have. But that doesn't mean I wouldn't have liked to have seen Bellingham in this Liverpool team. Do you think we'll get a centre-back in January? I think it will depend maybe on how the first half of the season shapes up with availability of centre-backs. So, Verge has obviously been out for two and a half games because of, not an injury, but because of a sending off. Ibu looks like he's a player that is going to have these these um, little muscle injuries at times. So... I, I, I don't understand why we didn't get one now, mate, like in the summer. I, I don't get it. So, no, I don't think we'll bring one in in January. But I do think we should see one for next season. Um, So, I didn't do a live stream last night, but I did record a video. And I never really got a chance to have a live interaction with you over this. But what do you guys think of the comments coming out of the Netherlands over... And this came from... Johan Dirksen, who said, I'm getting very tired of that captain of the Netherlands. If there is a lack of performance, he uses all kinds of cliches to explain what went wrong. Can he still handle the level? No. He's on his last legs. I never thought of him as a star. He looks good, but I don't think he's a very good defender. He was only strong in the air. And that's been echoed by a couple of critiques or critics should i should say of virgil van dyke um hard to know where to go with that do i think Virgil's finished no 
Do I think there is some truth to what he said? Yes. Um, I do think there is some truth to what he said. It's nothing to do with my mic. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with my mic, by the way. It's YouTube. But anyway, I'm going to carry on. If you guys need to refresh, obviously I understand. Um, yeah, poll. That's the right answer. Someone said do a poll on it. Let's do a poll on it. What do you want me to phrase the poll as? Do you want me to say his verge finished? His verge passed his best? You know, I'd like to see which way you'd like me to phrase this. Is your new channel just live content or will there be reviews of the matches? Um, there will be live content and pre-recorded content on the new channel. Yeah, 100%. Uh, we're going to use both. We're going to do breaking news stories, uh, big transfers. Um, squad battle will be introduced over into the new channel as well. Is Verge washed? Nah, that's a very harsh one. Uh, is... VVD. Okay, I've got it. Okay. Right, so poll is up, and I've simply just asked Is VVD finished at the top? Yes or no? I'll leave it to you guys to have your say. Uh, Reynolds or Peugeot? Do you know what, Alan? There's some great versions of both. And we went with a new Renault in the end, but we were looking at the Peugeot 408. It's, um, yeah, we, we, we came close on the 408, but we ended up going with the Arcana in the end. I blame Jordan Pickford as well, said Rachel. I defo still get the resentment towards Pickford, 100%. Um, It's a really tricky subject this to speak about because in one sense he's our captain. You want to get behind him and you want to back him. But in another sense, I do think there is some realm of truth to he's on the decline. You know, like even when some of our fans said that Daythal Verge was back to his best after the injury. I don't know if we ever fully agreed with it. He improved, but... He doesn't look the same to me. And I've said this on a couple of watch-alongs. He almost seems to be relying on the dark arts a bit more. Leaning into players a bit more. Stepping across players a bit more. And blocking rather than defending. Um, and I think a good example of that was the Alexander Isak situation. Did you see the Forest player who got caught betting more than Tony and got a lesser fine? I didn't, Quinch, no, mate. I didn't see that at all. I must look into it, though. New motor equals a deck chair out the front. I don't know what that means, Colin. Um, I think Dom can easily be better than Bellingham. We've done that one already. New motor equals a uh, new chair at the front from King Kenny 8092. I, I don't know what a new deck chair at the front means, mate. Sorry. <clears throat> Is 
It's so disheartening when YouTube lags on you and your mic lags or whatever because you can see the chat numbers going down and it's very disheartening when you're live on a stream and you've got issues and then you start losing viewers for it. It's it's soul destroying uh, and I really get frustrated when it happens because sometimes it's down to our Wi-Fi or whatever. Sometimes it's down to YouTube lagging. Sometimes it's down to OBS. Sometimes it's down to your computer. But it never stops being disheartening when you start losing viewers because of it. Oh, to watch the car. Oh, I'll get you, Colin. No, no, no. It's parked just outside the window. I'm sitting beside dude. So I'm all good in that regard. All right. Is Darwin fit to play against Wolves? Truth is, mate, we don't know yet. So... There's no new injury for Darwin, let me say that. But Marcello Bielsa has said that he came over on international duty with a muscle concern and that that's why he replaced him in the second or the start of the second half in Uruguay's second international game. He said that the intensity and how hard he worked in the first game was shown some problems with the muscle. So um, my question was really, is this going to be an ongoing issue with Darwin? Because... We can't really afford to maybe reshape a front line around a forward if he's going to be injury prone with muscles and stuff. Um, yeah, I guess that was the question I was really asking. Right, so let's see what the poll is saying so far. Is VVD finished at the top so far? 65% are saying no. 35% are saying yes. Um, where would I be on this? I would probably be he's on the decline is probably the, I, I guess to answer that question is he finished at the top no but should we be actively looking at a replacement now yes for pressure for the long term and because as I've said I do think his form is in decline a bit at least we don't have Harry Maguire. Yeah, on that, did you guys see what... I'm sure you did see what Southgate was saying about Maguire and the critique that Maguire is getting. I think I think Southgate's lost the plot. Like, fair enough, he's entitled to his view about what, Garrett, or what Harry Maguire does with England. Um, but for Manchester United, he has been a liability and that, that can't be debated. And I don't understand why Maguire didn't leave Manchester United in the summer. If it's because he wanted a £10 million payoff, that's, I guess that's his own business, but it's not a great look. I think a move to West Ham would have been good for Maguire, but I also do find it funny that he's still at United. But I thought Southgate's defence of him was over the top. You know, I don't think he really looking at the reality of that situation as much as I get he's trying to protect his player and all that but he is gash let's be honest like uh Rachel thank you for gifting five Anfield agenda memberships mate they've gone to Quinch to LFC KSA to Julian Gilbert Alan Oldfield and to the Red Baron Guardiola was the one for the left foot centre back replacement at King Kenny 1892. Yes, he would have been great, mate. Um, he he just would. There's no follow on to that, dude. He, he just would have been great. You're right. Uh, 
Maguire must have something on Southgate, said David Newell. I really don't get it. Like, is he that good for England? I know, look, fully, fully admit, I don't watch all of England's games. You know, I'm not really interested in international football at the best of times, let alone the fact I'm Irish. So, don't really pay too much attention to the English national team. But um, he did score an own goal, though, right? In the last game against Scotland. And he's also shit. But I guess Southgate, um, I guess Southgate has his favourites that he depends upon. One second. Just checking on some news here about Canada. One sec, folks. So apparently, Canada is definitely in contention for the Wolves game, which is great news. Um, happy days. So hopefully, Jurgen deems them fit enough to play because we could do with them. So if we had Canada. And then something was wrong with Trent. He could play Gomez at right back and play Matip alongside him. So, yeah, at least if one of Canade and Trent's available, at least we've got options. Have you seen the Andre news? Yes, indeed, Kieran, I have. I'm happy to read it back out, though, in case some of you guys may have missed it. So, Fabrizio Romano has been speaking. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. About um, Andre, and he said it's not over between Liverpool and Andre. It's still something we have to keep an eye on because Liverpool really like Andre. They had a positive conversation with Fluminense, and they have a good relationship. Now, let me add to this that Thiago Alcantara is apparently of interest to Trabzonspor, and their window doesn't close till Friday. And according to Axum, uh, the Turkish club are looking to make a move for the Liverpool midfielder ahead of the deadline in the Turkish league. The report's been said Thiago knows he won't be playing very much at Liverpool this season and wants to go somewhere he'll play. Now, that's very much at odds to what most of the top-level journalists were saying, particularly Fabrizio, who said that Thiago is determined to stay at Liverpool this season, make a contribution and, you know, he's not going to be moving. So, one to keep an eye on, perhaps. Um, how do I... Look, I'd, I'd let him go if he wanted to go. If he wanted to go and join Trabzonspor, I'd let him go and go and get Andre in January. I would. I just think... 
like if he doesn't want to leave and he's happy to stay around, no issues. You know, this is the last year of his contract anyway. But I do, and I've said this many times to you guys on the streams, I don't see where he plays this season. I don't see... Yeah, I just don't see the minutes for him. You know, you've got Endo, you've got Gravenberg to try and fit in, you've got Elliot, you've got Jones, you've got McAllister, you've got uh, Sobosly. Yeah, and by Cechic, I just don't see the minutes for Thiago. I don't, so I would... um, I'd let him go if he wanted to go. We don't need any more midfielders. Well, I think the plan would have always been to maybe bring in one more when Thiago's contract was up. And that's why I... And I was guessing at it, completely guessing, when I said to you guys, I think that we may revisit Andre in January and then allow Thiago to go. I didn't think Thiago might be going now, but I still think I'd, I'd say yes if he wanted to leave. Thiago is one of the highest earners of the club. Yes, he is LFC Spectre. I think he's on about 200 grand a week, if my memory's right, um, which is 10 million. So it's, it's a lot of money over the course of a season. But I wouldn't be kicking him out the door. You know, I wouldn't be forcing Thiago to leave. But if it worked for him, if he was open to the move to Turkey and, you know, he said to Jurgen, and I had a frank conversation about his, his minutes this season. I think the manager would probably be honest and say, look, your minutes may be limited, but we still feel that you can contribute a lot to the squad. Obviously, there's the likes of Bajcetic and that as well. So, yeah, one of those, it would have to be the player, I think, who, who wanted it. We can't let him go. Have to be selfish. We need depth. I think we have the depth, though, mate. Like... <sighs> Really, I do. Like, let's look at our midfielders, right? Let's try and count them up. And if I forget anyone, feel free to shout it at me. So we've got Endo by Cechic, Jones, Elliot, Sobosly, McAllister, Gravenberg. That's seven. Am I missing somebody here? I missed anybody in that midfield list so far. Except for Thiago, obviously. So if Thiago goes in, that's eight. Bobby Clark, I mean, maybe, yeah, Bobby Clark. Uh, Doak's not a midfielder. So, seven. And maybe Andre coming in in January. And the youngsters on top of them, like Bobby Clark. Um, Tyler Morton went out on loan to Hull for the season, David. So he's not going to be around. And yeah, Gakpo can play in mid as well, Daniel. Yes, absolutely. So I don't think we are short of the depth. Um, I think if you look at holding midfielders, you've got Bajcetic, you've got Endo can both play that role. Gravenberg can play the role in a, a different number six kind of way. McAllister can play it. So yeah, I do feel like if Thiago wanted to go, let him go. I don't want him to go. I love Thiago. You know that. I'm a Thiago sexual. Oh, let me know how you feel about this. So there was an article in the Times that said UEFA has launched a new category of seats for Euro 2024. The highest priced prime seats are selling for, are you ready? 2,000 euro for the final in Berlin. Double the amount that the most expensive tickets were in Wembley for the 2020 final. So... 
once again, the people that are supposed to be looking out for the sport, UEFA and FIFA, but UEFA in this case, are taking the piss. Uh, how the hell do you have a €2,000 face value ticket? Two grand for face value ticket. Like, is there 1,800 quid in an envelope on your seat when you get there? Two grand. That's disgusting. And like, with regards to an increase, as this piece says, it's double the highest price ticket that for the final in Wembley in 2020. That is disgusting. Two grand face value. And these fuckers are supposed to be looking after the sport and keeping it for the people. They're custodians of it and they all act like dictators. It's disgusting. Calm down, mush. Go fuck yourself. Who the fuck are you, Ryan? Never even heard of you, mate. Don't go in here giving a Billy Big Bollocks, you twat. <laughs> State of it. Calm down, mush. Go fuck yourself, mate. I don't even know who you are. You're irrelevant to me at this point. Coming in, giving it all this. Either come in, be nice, contribute, or piss off. Nobody gives a shit. Uh, is Trent fit asking for my FPL? I don't know, but I think he will be. Um, it's hard to give you a definitive answer when we were told two weeks and it's been two weeks. So, again, I think Jurgen Klopp tomorrow is going to give us a lot of information with his presser because Canada, I think we can say yes, he'll be available. I would imagine Trent will be fine. But... You know, I don't want to tell you yes for your FPL 100% just in case. That's a lot of money just for tickets. It's insanity. And imagine what those two grand tickets are going to go for when they go on to, you know, via GoGo or one of the secondary selling sites. You can imagine what the face value tickets end up being for people that want to go to the final. When's our next game? Uh, Josh, it's on Saturday, buddy. A half past 12 uh, against Wolves. Oh, God, I hate that kickoff so much. And the good news, after the next international break in October, we're back again with a half past 12 kickoff. This time against Everton in the Merseyside Derby. Is 2K only for one ticket? Yes. Now, that's €2,000. So I think they did give a comparison for the prize. It was £1,720 LFC Spectre. But yeah, that's for one ticket, mate. Because they've invented a new category. You know, they haven't invented a new area of the stadium or anything. They're just trying to find ways to make more money. Because they're greedy assholes. And here's the thing. like UEFA and FIFA and all of the governing bodies, they're all non-profits. So... I don't... It's just greed. It's all it is. It's just blatant greed. I'm scared if Klopp goes after two years. Well, he probably will go, Rajat, but we have almost three years. You know, pretty much three full seasons left of Jürgen. So, I think we can kick that can down the road a little bit. Darwin Nunes injury update. 
Uh, again, I'm going to just refer you to what Marcelo Bielsa said. He said, Darwin arrived with some muscular difficulties and that limited him in his actions. I thought it was necessary to replace him because he overworked trying to press and attack in the last game. Take from that what you will. Um, but if you add what he said into the fact that he's going to travel through a lot of time zones when he flies back. I'm sure he's back now at this point or will be on his way back. Um, I don't think he's going to be available for Saturday. Like He'd probably be available to select, but I don't think Jurgen will, will start with him because there's just not much time. And, you know, the players who travel from Europe or whatever, not as much of, you know, jet lag or tiredness. But if you're on those long haul flights from South America all the way back across to England, it's not great. And with such an early kickoff, I, I would expect Darwin to be on the bench, to be honest, and Gakpo to be through the middle. Uh, Callum Spence said, two grand is a month's work for me. How can they come up with them prices? It's ridiculous. Definitely not the working men, women's sport now. It's. I think you're right. Like, two grand's probably a wage for most people, mate. Um, Like, I take a bit more, a little bit more than that home each month from this channel. Um, And yeah, I mean, I certainly wouldn't be thrown around two grand for a face value ticket, mate. I, I would understand... 300 quid maybe for the, the highest price ticket but it, it's just greed it's plain and simple man it's just greed and thank you for your super chat bud appreciate you Uh, Gakpo and Jota both played well a lot of minutes or both played a lot of minutes sorry yes um, but both did well you know both in scoring form over the international break uh, what was it 9-0 Portugal beat Luxembourg which is a pretty hefty scoreline but Luxembourg's still alright in that group actually I looked they're still on 10 points so they weirdly have a chance to qualify 2,000 quid is madness my dad's car cost £1,100 Ellis I, I hear you bud I said to my wife yesterday, like when we we bought a car when we first start going out with each other, and the car cost me four hundred and fifty euro at the time, and it cost me two and a half grand to insure it. Like, so yeah, it's weird. Like, it's a lot of money for a football ticket. Uh, I absolutely love Klopp and everything he's done, but no single man will ever be bigger than our club. It'll be hard to see him go, but the Reds march on. Um, it'd be really hard to see him go, King Kenny. You're right, nobody's bigger than the club, mate. Nobody ever will be. Uh, your namesake came pretty close to it, though, let's be honest. I mean, he he is Liverpool, Mr. Dogleash. Um I just don't want to think about it yet. I'm, I'm too selfish. I, I don't want to bury my head in the sand. I just don't want to think about life without Jürgen yet. Um, and also when people say, like, who would you want as the next manager and all, it's, uh, it's a long time, three seasons. A lot can happen. Managers can come into form, out of form. Football can change. The style of football that, you know, teams play now may not be the style of football that the Premier League sees in three years' time. So it's a really difficult one to gauge at this point, but um, you are right. Nobody's big in the club. Uh, 
Sorry, just replying to somebody who sent me a lovely message. Uh, speaking of betting, I'm certain Carrius better Champions League final against Madrid away. I don't think he did, dude. You know, say what you want about that final, but Loris Carrius to me looked like a heartbroken man who wanted the ground to open and swallow him up. And I remember the apologies after the game. And look, none of us will ever know about the concussion thing. Like, we'll never know. Did he make mistakes? Yes. Was he absolutely lashed out of it by Ramos? Yes. But I also knew in that moment that there was no way back for him because it was tough. And I remember just thinking at the time about his parents. It would have been in. I'm pretty sure his parents were at the final, and I just, you know, as a parent myself, I just thought it must be so hard looking down at, you know, your son who you're immensely proud of, and you were unable to help him at that time when he just wants the ground to swallow him up, and he's heartbroken, and that was just a really, really shitty situation. Um. I certainly would never ever accuse the man of, of having a bet on it because Ramos was his usual cunty self. Xabi Alonso should be ready for the job in a few seasons. Right, so I'm going to end the poll and it said, is Refugee finished at the top? And 64% have said no and 36% have said yes. So I think you guys disagree with the pundits from the Netherlands who think that Van Dijk's finished. So, apparently Gazeta de la Sport are saying that Juventus can terminate Paul Pogba's contract if he's banned for doping. I remember I read something on Sky Sports News, I don't know if it was from his agent or from somebody who said um, he didn't mean to get banned or he didn't mean to failed yo because I was thinking like wouldn't it be nice if somebody just once who got caught with something they shouldn't have in their system just put their hands up and went yeah I was having it like let's say Pogba is guilty and let's say he said it's been a shit two years with everything that's gone on with my brother and the the, the um, blackmail and all that stuff and I just wanted to get back playing football and yes I took the testosterone and yes I wanted it to help my recovery and my endurance and I was wrong I wish that would happen just once with somebody because I'm fed up of people failing drug tests and it being just every excuse under the sun mm, it just bugs me you know, if you took it, you got caught. Put your hands up and say you got caught. If you didn't take it and it was contamination, then of course you've every right to, to fight your corner. Um, I've hated Ramos since that foul on Mo, said Sir Scotty. I think we all have. And I won't lie, Scotty. One of the reasons I immediately took to Harvey Elliott was because he refused to... Uh, have a tour of the, the Santiago Bernabeu conducted by Ramos, who was the Real Madrid captain at that time, and Real Madrid were trying to sign Elliot 
because of what he did to Mo. And uh, I think we all love him for that one. Uh, it's a blame culture we live in. It's always someone else's fault. We do the crime the other time. Yeah, so look, contamination, of course, will happen. And I'm sure that these things will show up the more and more people get tested. And that's what we should want, right? We should want more testing and sport, of course. But, yeah, I think... I think myself, honestly, I feel the punishment should be more stern if they don't admit it. Like, if you continue to deny you took something, but your sample, your B sample, all show the same thing, I think your your punishment should be harsher, in my honest view on the situations. And I'm not linking that to Pogba, because I truly don't know what's going on with Pogba. Like, he's, uh, of course, free to defend himself like anybody else. Try to extend Stella's contract equals Euro-Saudi clubs. So, right, we're in a tricky situation at the end of this season with Mo. One year to go on his Liverpool deal. And then we've got the, the dilemma, like you've said, Sammy Soso. Do you give him a new deal or do you sell him? I can't see a world that FSG give him a new deal. Because think of it this way. Whatever new deal FSG are going to offer him will be counterbalanced by the one and a half million a week that he's probably going to be given tax-free in Saudi. So, I don't see that being an option. And I think it's going to be, you either keep him till the end of his deal and get nothing for him, or you sell him and get as much as you can. And in that situation, you sell him. Because you can't allow Sadio Mane, Roberto Firmino, Mohamed Salah, to have all left Liverpool for a combined 30 million euro. It's not right. So I think we have to sell at the end of this season. Now look, if, if Liverpool were to extend them, brilliant. We'd all be delighted with that. I just don't see John W. Henry pulling the trigger on that extension. Uh, put me a Craig as manager we'd win the Champions League Premier League and FA Cup uh, definitely I'd be definitely one for the treble me will Salah stay in January I think he will Dara because the there was a reason they were pushing to try and get him in the summer market and that was because Aliti had going to be in the Club World Cup um, which takes place in Saudi in December so that's where they wanted him in now and they were willing to pay a premium for that. So I don't... I think... I, I, you can never say never. But I feel like they will be told no till the summer. I uh, just seen a post on Twitter about your family being able to get a new car and it genuinely made my day. So I had to stop and express how happy I am for you. Thank you, Aaron. That's love. Aaron Geedham. Much appreciated, man. I didn't even know that post was on Twitter until I got a message off my mate a minute ago. Um, actually, it was Steve Bland. I can tell you that. Steve sent me a message just saying, um, delighted for you, mate, because that's the type of lovely guy Steve is. I didn't even know that had gone up on Twitter already. So uh, there you go.
What GAA player would you sign for Liverpool? The answer would have always been Stephen Cluxton for the longest time. Um, I don't know, mate. I really don't know. Sorry. How long is Darwin out for? He's not out, but he does have a muscle concern, which is why Bielsa pulled him off at halftime. Uh, that's a pretty weird phrase there. I'm sure Bielsa pulled him off in the way we all think of and not in the way my dirty mind thinks of. Um, so it's a concern, mate. And I don't think he's going to start against Wolves because of the travelling, the the um, um, jet lag, and obviously the concern over his, his muscle. Do you know the fella Jonathan Morley? I feel like I get asked this every stream and I've answered the same thing over and over and over again. I know of Jonathan Morley, but I don't know him on a personal level. Um, nor am I going to speak about anybody's um, stance as a content creator because I don't want to do it. I want to just mind my own business and do my own thing. So yes, I know who he is, but I don't know him and no, he won't be on the channel, but not because I have any particular distaste for him. It's just because nobody will be on. Do you think Klopp will stay longer? No, I don't. I think, I think he leaves in 2026 and I think he probably takes a year out. Um, because one thing I think we'll all agree we've noticed is managers age very quickly when they come into the Premier League because it's a very demanding league and you know with being in the goldfish bowl in the media and the pressure that comes with the job it's an all-encompassing gig whether you're at a club like Liverpool United whomever so I think he'll need that break because it takes its toll and Mourinho aged very quickly in the Premier League and you know Guardiola shown the signs of aging already now, and Klopp's looks a fair bit older. Um, so I think for his own well-being, and if I'm not mistaken, and again I'm open to be corrected on this, but wasn't there a concern about did his father pass away relatively young or something? I think you know, I think his his health and his well-being is is something that's at the forefront of his mind, obviously, and. Um, you know, obviously he wants longevity of his family life and also. What's the Andre news? So Fabrizio Romano has said, one second, that it's not over between Liverpool and Andre. It's still something we have to keep an eye on because Liverpool really like Andre. They had positive conversations with Fluminense. They have a good relationship, which is good news. Uh, how far is Klopp getting from getting a statue or gates? A couple of big trophies. I think you're probably talking another European trophy and a league title. Um, but for me, breaking that 30-year curse is enough to give him something. But what, what would you? What would you do to... Um, remember Jurgen at Anfield um, tough one you know still have the main stand with no sponsor or no name um, the Annie Road end 
Still with no sponsor and no name. So maybe a stand. Jamie Carragher or VVD right now? VVD. Yeah. Yeah, VVD. Uh, thank you, Callum, for the super chat again, mate. Do you think Klopp will stay on? Not past his contract, Smokey. No, not past the uh, the 2026 contract. Again, just a reminder about the officials for the game of the weekend. Referees Michael Oliver, uh, Stuart Burt and Dan Cook are his assistants. Fourth officials Tim Robinson. VAR is Paul Tierney. And assistant VAR is Mark Scholes. Again, though, the stupidity of putting Tierney on VAR for another one of our games. It's like the PGMOL are just taking the piss at this point. Who do you think we should bring in that would give Verge competition? Well, the answers would have either been Gvardiol, as was pointed out by somebody earlier on. Colwell would have been a great shout, but Colwell's obviously signed on at Chelsea and will be staying there. Um, we've been linked again with Inacio, which is a very confusing one because he signed a contract extension that gave him a higher release clause. So we'd end up spending more than we would have had to spend from if we went in this summer. Mark Gay at Crystal Palace is still a name that's been mentioned. Um, obviously, you have to look at Gerald Kwanzaa's development as well. Sepp Van den Berg is still a, a Liverpool player. Um, Incapia is a name I think a lot of us wouldn't mind either. I'm just still baffled that we didn't do it this summer. Like, genuinely can't get my head around the fact that Klopp said all summer he wanted a defender and we didn't get one. Gay is looking good for England, would go for him. Imran, he would have been a very good solid shout in the summer as well. And like you've said, he, he has impressed with England. And, you know, he kicks a lot of boxes, homegrown. Yes, you may have to pay a bit of a premium for him because you'd be bringing him in from another Premier League club. But the longer you'd wait, the more experience he gets on international duty and stuff. You think the price is only going one way and that's up. Does? I didn't know that. Uh, Lucas said Vandenberg will leave his loan has a buy option. Does it? I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong, dude. I genuinely don't know. Um, hmm. I'd be surprised if it does, though. I, I thought Liverpool were looking at him as somebody that they still weren't, you know, 100% convinced on, but... Last season's loan didn't go great because he had that ankle injury that Schalke that kept him out for a while. Yeah, I didn't know that um, That there may be a, a sell-on clause in there, or not a sell-on, an option to buy, sorry. If FSG went out, what type of owner would you like? I know you don't like Saudi owners. Again, that's that's a little bit disingenuous. I have nothing against Saudi people or Qatari people, or um, people from any country. I just don't like state-backed ownership of any clubs. It's got nothing to do with what part of the world they're in. It's just I don't want it in football. Um, I think like we'd all love a billionaire, somebody who wants to be 
really involved in the club, somebody who wants success, somebody who live and breathe it, um, somebody who's present at Anfield. I don't want the owners like FSG who are good in some ways, and they are, but very, very inconsistent in some other ways. And they aren't around Anfield anywhere near enough. So I don't know, like somebody like a Steve Ballmer or the dude from India, I can't remember his name, who's very, very wealthy. Um, it's e- In these days, it's either going to be those type of billionaires or another hedge fund if you're not going down the state-backed route. Uh, why is everybody crying so much now? Mm-hmm. Even without Trent, the defence can still defend Wolves. I don't think anyone's crying, mate. I think uh, people are just a bit nervous about the half-past 12 game after the international break. And the fact we have another one next month is baffling. And I didn't even know there was another international break in November as well. So, again, like I said at the very start of this stream, why instead of breaking up the rhythms of clubs, don't they just delay the start of the league by a month and get all these qualifiers or friendlies out of the way in a one-month period? Play six or eight games in that month and then release the players back to the clubs and we don't have to do this ridiculous thing of letting them go for two weeks every month for the first three months of the season. It's just stupidity. Would you rather Xabi or Deserbi to replace Klopp? My heart would say Xabi Alonso, obviously. Um, but I do like Deserbi. I get the feeling Deserbi will end up being City's new manager if he continues to do well. Or Barcelona, perhaps. I think he's been mentioned as a Xabi replacement down the line as well. Um... With Xabi Alonso, I think there's going to be a big test from Real Madrid at the end of this campaign when Carlo leaves. I think they've earmarked him as somebody who could come in and you know fill those shoes from Carlo. So, yeah, probably Alonso because he played for us. We all love him. He's a dapper son of a bitch. Uh, but either of them would be great, to be fair. Deserve, he's a good coach. What's your favourite Liverpool comeback win? It's... It should be Istanbul, Queen Nadra, but it's not. It's Barcelona. And I don't know why I prefer the Barcelona comeback over the Istanbul one, but that was just amazing. Did you guys read the same or hear the same thing that I did, that Leo Messi, when he plays football with his son in the back garden, his his son chooses to be Liverpool or Valencia, but the reason he picks Liverpool is because, and he said this to his father, they beat you. So well played, young Messi. Well played, sir. I love that you're bantering your dad like that. Well in. Are Everton being taken over or will they have more money than cheap FSG? So 777 are the name of the investment firm from Miami who are in talks with Farid Mashiri to buy Everton Football Club. It would have to get Premier League approval. They own... What was the clubs Mark said to me? Excuse me. That Mark said to me earlier on they own. Sevilla, Hertha Berlin and Standard Liège are clubs that this uh, multi-club ownership model um, already own. I know Standard Liège's fans were not very happy with them. They were protesting recently. One second, let me just read something on Seth Vandenberg here. 
Sorry, I'm just reading on Seth Vandenberg. One sec. Huh. Um, so apparently Vandenberg, the clause or the terms of the deal that took him out on loan are being kept private for the moment. So I don't think we even know one way or the other. Now Vandenberg did say he would be open to going and playing in the Bundesliga again and um, moving away from Liverpool. But again, there's no definitive answer to is there a uh, an option to buy in that deal. I just came, what's happened to Darwin? You're going to have to rewind it, Josh. i watch it back, mate. Um, I, I think I've explained it four times so far in the stream, buddy. Or you can wait because I'm going to do a, a little eight-minute news video when I'm finished the stream in ten minutes and you'll get your information that way if that's all right. Don't mean to be rude. Like, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but, um, yeah, it's just I, I can't keep going back over the same news because it bugs people. See if there's anything I did miss. So just again, we'll confirm Liverpool's Premier League squad that they have put forward, um, which has, let me count these just to make sure I'm right. Yeah, 22-man squad submitted by Liverpool of a possible 25, which is the, the full complement. And remember, anybody who is under the age of 21 or 21 when the season starts doesn't have to be included on this list. So you won't hear the likes of Bajcecic, uh, Elliot, and a couple of others. So Thiago's on the list. Trent, Alisson, uh, Lucho, Endo, Cody Gakpo, Glatzel, Joe Gomez, Jaros, Curtis Jones, Quivine Kelleher, Ibu, Alexis McAllister, Joe Matip, Darwin Nunes, Robbo, Mo Salah, um, Adrian, Sobotzlai, Diogo Jota, uh, Costa Simicus and Virgil van Dijk. That's Liverpool's confirmed Premier League squad that they have put up. And also, because this is a question I get asked about a lot, as in homegrown players, what does constitute a homegrown player? The actual definition coming from the Premier League is... A homegrown player is one who, irrespective of nationality or age, has been registered with any club affiliated to the Football Association in England or Wales for a period continuous or not of three entire seasons or 36 months before his 21st birthday or at the end of the season during which he turns 21. So that's your Premier League definition of what classes a home or what constitutes a homegrown player. Yeah, Gumi, Glatzel kind of threw me off a bit as well when I seen the name because I remember him and Bobby Duncan at one point were just scoring goals for fun at underage level and Glatzel has just had a horrendous time with injuries. So yeah, it did kind of catch me off guard reading through that list and seeing his name on it. Did you say Gravenberg? I didn't because he's 21 and doesn't have to be on the list. So Gravenberg won't be on that list. Elliot won't be on that list. Um, Bajcecic won't be on that list because they don't have to be on the list. They can still play. They just don't need to be registered because they're 21 or under. Do you think... Who do you think will start at left-back this weekend? Robbo. Yeah. Did you see the funny story actually about Costas? So Greece didn't play him in their last game because they thought he was suspended. But he wasn't suspended. Um... Bit of a weird one, that, but there you go. Even international uh, 
FAs can make these mistakes. What about Julian Ward? News and rumours he's back at Liverpool. You mean chicken boy? Because he's the only one that I've seen who came out with that story. But in his story, chicken boy also said that Liverpool had... um, had spoken with Michael Edwards about a return to the club, even though Michael Edwards is already involved in a new business with uh, our former head of stats, I think it was, Ian, I can't remember his surname. So I've not seen anything else on Julian Ward. Yeah, not seen anything else to confirm that he will be back or won't be back. I've just not heard anything. Is Jaros any good? Yes, he's a good goalkeeper. Ian Graham, thank you, LFC Spectre, yes. So Michael Edwards and Ian Graham have uh, are going to be working together with a company founded by Ian Graham that's going to be advising um, ownership groups on transfers and stuff like that. Would you prefer Andre or a defender in January? A defender. I would love Andre. But yeah, if it was one or the other, a defender I think is the priority. But I think we will end up with Andre. I don't think. Uh, I don't think unless we get an injury between now and then, we'll see a centre back come in. Unfortunately, who's this chicken boy character? Just um, an account from Twitter, Indy Kayla. That's how do I even describe his account? I mean, parody would. I think parody would be too complimentary towards the account because I think what was a parody account has now tried to bullshit its way into being a semi-serious account, but it just talks a load of bollocks. So, yeah. But the joke is um, that he, he worked at KFC and it's a long story, but that's where Chicken Boy comes from. Do I miss Mane? Yeah, so to some extent, like... You're always going to think back fondly of the Firmino, Salamane front three and how amazing they were for us. But I, you know what I do take some kind of happiness in is that we've seen the best of Sadio Mane. And when he went to Bayern or wherever he's gone since, it uh, I felt like the right time to move him on. I felt like, like we got the best of him and then he left. So... Same with Torres. I felt the same. We got the best of him and he was never the same after he left Liverpool. Um, Andre is perfect for being your replacement in my opinion. He's a slightly different type of six than Fabinho but will be a good complement to the squad. If, if like, So I said to you guys at the start of the stream that reports in Turkey uh an outlet called Axum have said that Trabzonspor are looking to make a move for Thiago Alcantara ahead of their transfer window closing in two days. So if Thiago moves on, or even if he doesn't move on, I do think bringing in Andre in January will cover for when Thiago leaves, be it now in January or when his contract's up at the end of the season. If you were to bring in one Liverpool player back in their prime, who would you pick? In this team, with what we need right now? Barnes. Yeah, Barnes. The answer is usually Gerrard, right? That is usually the answer. But if you look at the team that we need now, imagine 
Mo was leaving and we brought in John Barnes and we tweaked the forward line a bit and we had Lucho, John Barnes, um, Darwin Nunes, Cody Gakbo and Diogo Jota. I would say Barnes would be... Barnes or McManaman would be the type of player I think we could use in our squad right now. Because Sobitzlai, I feel, can do some of the Gerrard stuff. So yeah, I would say John Barnes or Steve McManaman. Oh, that's not a bad shout though. Alan Hansen wouldn't be a bad shout at all. Certainly wouldn't say no to a bit of Alan Hansen. Yeah, a bit of Alan Hansen wouldn't go astray either, actually. Right, my friends, I am going to call it a night. We've been, what are we on now? We're almost 90 minutes, so yes, appreciate you guys sticking with me again. Don't forget, if you want to join us for a brand new channel, scan that QR code on the screen in the bottom corner. Or just get yourselves over uh, to Top of the League. You can find the link to the channel in the description of this stream. We will be starting with Bayern Munich versus Manchester United. We're going to be giving you breaking news stories, debates, short videos, live content, everything that we uh, we bring you on here. Pretty much we're hoping to do a Top of the League as well. So please do scan that QR code and go over and hit the subscribe button. I think... I think we're nearly at 11,500 subscribers, which is class. So your support is much appreciated. And I will see you wonderful people, same time, same place tomorrow, where we can really start looking ahead to the game against Wolves on Saturday. The preview will be going out on either tomorrow night or Friday morning as well. So just in case you're wondering about that one. See you guys soon. Don't forget that I will be recording a news video as well. If you're coming in late and you have been able to catch up with today's events, I will let you know via that recorded news video. So talk to you tomorrow, guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.